This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger. Welcome to the Inside Podcast. I'm Chris Forbes. Today I'm talking with Jeremy Smith from Eastwood Baptist Church in Midwest City. We're going to talk about CP Month that's coming up and some of the resources that are available for churches to use to promote the Cooper program. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. It's good to be here. Hey, Jeremy, tell me a little bit uh, about your church and your ministry and... Yeah, so Eastwood Baptist Church, like you said, is in Midwest City. It's kind of on the Midwest City Choctaw line, so we're pretty far out in the rural area between those two cities. And I've been there uh, since 1999, so I actually was the youth pastor there for eight years and then transitioned over uh, 15 years ago. And so we've got to see a lot of changes, including how we do our budget, including our cooperative program giving. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And um, how would you say you, you and your church have benefited through the cooperative program? Yeah, so part of the cooperative program as for us is that us being a smaller church, mm-hmm. it really helps us to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Right. When we think about uh, some of the people that have come to our church from other denominational backgrounds, where nearly every Sunday night it was a different missionary coming and asking for money, and they would take up a love offering. And those guys were off the field doing fundraising before they could even go back to where God had called them to yeah, serve. right? And so now as a church, when we talk about the cooperative program, we get to remind people that you're a part of what our international missionaries are doing, what our North American missionaries are doing. And they get to be a part of that, whether we send them or whether they are sending their money, yeah. they get to be a part of advancing the kingdom in that way. I'm, you know, and thinking about the the just the mission boards and the, you know, churches want to engage in missions, and and they are they do take mission trips, and they they are engaged in you know their own mission projects, but I mean, very few churches can actually afford what it takes to send even just like one missionary couple. Exactly, you know? yeah, and when you think about yeah. covering not just salaries and those type of things, but then being able to fund the ministries that they are doing <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's just, it's inconceivable for a church our size. I'm the only full-time staff member. We have other part-time staff, but there's no way that we could fully support somebody. Yeah. And, and you know, when I, I served on overseas and in Spain and, you know, I saw some of the other missionaries that were funded in different mission boards and, you know, you have the ex- the expected expenses, you know, of your house and everything like that. But then you ha- every every house has that unexpected stuff happen, like your car breaks down or whatever. For a missionary who's self funded like that, everything has to stop, right? And exactly. you got to figure out an extra, you know, few dollars to fix the car or the roof or the or a church. medical expense. Absolutely. And those things are, you know, that's what I like about the International Mission Board that fully funded missionary strategy we you know, we we pull together, we do that. But then also like a lot of churches they want to extend the the ministry of their church overseas. Not be, I'm not overseas, but also here in the United States and North America, you know, want to uh, be a part of church planting, be a part of um, reaching other uh, states, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, again, that's very difficult to yeah. afford to send missionaries that way. And the way that we are able to partner along through Send Relief and through Disaster Relief, yeah. you know, we get to send people and be a part of what those groups are already doing. And the other thing that I like to think about is, like, this is kind of relevant to me. I've kind of started back in school, and I know that you're back in school, mm-hmm. uh, benefiting through, like, 
the seminaries, the six seminaries. You're a graduate from exactly. Yeah. I have a master's from Southwestern, uh, doing PhD work at Midwestern. Yeah. Um, our, our youth pastor right now attends Oklahoma Baptist University. He's hoping to finish up, hopefully in December, yeah. and going to go straight on into seminary. And having him equipped and knowing he's going to one of our seminaries, yeah. it's going to be you know solid theologically biblically based, and he's going to be equipped for ministry. And that happens so well within our seminaries that we get to support. And I get, you know, the, the benefit that half off of tuition costs because of that. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the th- thing about also like who has time to vet all these ministries, all right. these schools, all these all these things. And so like like OBU, like you're also a graduate of OBU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a, a, a state college, but I was in part of Baptist Collegiate Ministry, and we have like 40-something campuses of, of collegiate ministry, a, a lot of impact. So, that, you know, the CP is just amazing. You know, I think we both agree. Yeah. And so it's worth promoting to our churches. Uh, one, of, one of the things that I, you know, I like to think about is like whenever you think about a mission offering or raising money, you think, well, oh, this is an extra offering. But, uh, you know, this, we were talking about this earlier. The CP isn't really another offering it's really your church's budget can you talk about that how yeah exactly so we've had that pushback before when we talk about well we're giving and whenever i first became the pastor there we were only given seven percent to the cooperative program and anytime we would talk about increasing that people would push back and say well if we invest that in our ministries here and we grow then won't we be able to give more at that same rate right it's like uh, theoretically yes but so we've we've raised that and that has created a sense of excitement. So when you're giving, now we're giving 9% to the cooperative program. So now people are more excited going, oh, this is what that money goes for. And when I give money here at Eastwood locally, I know that 9% of that is going on to fund all these incredible and wonderful ministries that are happening in our community, across our state, nation, and around the world. And people want to give towards things. They want to invest their money in things that are, that are going to make a difference. Yeah, and, and it excites people about giving to your church it's not going anywhere else. Exactly. It's going in your church, and, and, and your uh, cooperative program is built into your, into your budgeting. Yeah. And so that, that's what I think is one of the strongest things about CP Month. Like we have all these you know, special offerings, very important, vital. But this is a really strong time, especially like we're talking about in a minute uh, in uh, promoting it in the month of October. A great time when you're doing your budgeting to be uh, letting people know, listen – this is the value of giving through our church. Mm-hmm. We are reaching our community, X, Y, and Z. These are the things that we're doing. Uh, you are doing that by giving at, at church, by your tithes. And, but we also are impacting uh, across the state, like False Creek and exactly. Baptist Homes for Children, and Disaster Relief, all these other ministries. On top of that, international, uh, the national uh, ministries and then the international and the schools. It's just like it boggles my mind. So, you know, I'm excited about that, and I, w- I wanted us to share a little bit about uh, some resources for church uh, for uh, uh, cooperative program promotion. Can you talk a little bit about how your church raises awareness about the cooperative program? Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned before, a lot of our people are not from Southern Baptist backgrounds. And so when we talk about the cooperative program, and well, to be honest— a lot of our Southern Baptists don't even know exactly what the cooperative program is. Right. Maybe they've heard that phrase 
Maybe they haven't, right. but do they know what it is? And so we do as much as we can to educate our people. And so with every offering that we bring up, we talk about that we're sending along this to the cooperative program. Right. We talk about what the cooperative program does. When the reports come out, we love to throw up the slides and say, this is where the money's going. This is the impact that it's had. When the IMB releases their impact reports, right. throwing up those slides and letting people know that that's what this is going for. Yes. And so as we continue to do that, uh, we like to incorporate, you know, we'll show a video uh, yeah. during the offering. And so, again, during the month of September with the state missions offering, we're implementing those videos so that people put a face to the name right. of, of what that offering goes for. We'll do the same uh, with the Lottie Moon and with the Edna McMillan offerings as we utilize those videos. We show cooperative program videos consistently throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll talk about when we bring in a missionary to, to preach from the uh, friends that I have when they're uh-huh. here in the States putting them on the stage and reminding them during the time of offering that what you give goes to support what this person is doing in their country. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes I've had conversations with pastors and say, you know, I have trouble putting a face on the copper program. Really, it's your church's face. <laughs> yes. It's your yes. ministry yes. that's extended in, in, in beyond. So, like, that's, that's a great part of that. Well, uh, I, I did want to take a minute to kind of preview some of the resources that are coming out in October. Uh, you know, none of these resources are dated, so you can use them whenever if you don't want to use them in October. Uh, it, it's not required to, to use it in those period. But let's take a minute, and we're going to watch a, a, a new video that we have out for, for CP Month uh, called Unity. We'll take a look at it. All right. Sunday morning, we choose to come together. Scattered across the country, we gather to worship, to pray, to grow. And as we join our local body of believers, we join a much larger network of churches. We come from different backgrounds, different places, different perspectives, and different lived experiences. Our churches, our languages, our cities, our communities, they are all different. But our Savior is the same. Our mission is the same. Our calling is the same. So while we choose to come together in our individual churches, we also choose to come together as Southern Baptists. For 200 years, we have decided that our differences do not define us. Jesus does. We decided that what unites us is greater than what divides us. That what matters then and now is the Great Commission. And God has called us to go and make disciples. And so we continue to choose unity. And God has used that choice to create generations of missionaries sent to the far corners of the earth. We baptized and made disciples. We've planted churches where there were none. We've raised up one generation of leaders to lead the next. We've met people in their deepest and most visceral needs. We've taken care of the widow and the orphan. Because we chose unity. And today, we are the next generation. How will we answer the Great Commission? We have the opportunity to choose to cooperate together, to give and to pray, to go, to work together, to bring the gospel to those who have never heard it. 
to bring hope to the hopeless, healing to the sick, belonging to the lonely, joy to those in despair. And that happens because every Sunday morning, we choose to come together and support the cooperative program. The cooperative program, the financial fuel for reaching every person for Christ in every town, every city, every state, and every nation. Okay, that was good. It was. You know, uh, one of the things that kind of came to my mind was, you know, we, we think about we come together to church, a fellowship, we worship, uh, giving is an act of worship, but giving is an act of fellowship. And not only in your church, but with other churches. That's right. Across the United States, there's, you know, all this 47,000 Southern Baptists here in our state uh, is like uh, about 1,800 churches. We're doing something together. Mm-hmm. We're committed together to advancing the gospel. That's powerful. It is. And, you know, again, kind of as the video talks about that, when we come together, there's that unity. We're working in different ways. Right. The methodology of our church may be different from the church that you attend, right. but we're all moving in the same direction, and that's the goal. And this is a way for us to work together, that foundational giving. Yeah. And there's, <clears throat> there's diversity in, in, in languages and in approaches. Uh, and Baptists, <clears throat> Baptists have always been good at cooperating. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our, uh, the tent is, you know, pretty large. And it incorporates, uh, you know, because of the Baptist faith, the message, you know, we really can come together uh, and agree on, on ministry things. So, yeah, I love that. Um, so we do want, like, like we, we've kind of established that, you know, it's important to promote the, the cooperative program and, and it's a great way to tie it to, to your church's budget. But we also have some new resources that and I'm thankful for you uh, and your church committing to uh, all, in this first one share. There's a new resource that we're uh, pulling together called the CP Education Kit. It's an idea we got from uh, some of our friends in, in uh, Kentucky, and we've adapted it here for Oklahoma. But basically, uh, what we have is uh, like um, flyers that you can use in your church and your small groups. So it, it has uh, our church. Our state, our nation, and our world, and it has like a a, a a description of how the CP works in each of those contexts, and then a story about how each of those uh, uh, contexts have uh, experienced uh, benefit from the Copper program and been able to you know expand and advance the gospel through that. And what I like about it is you could use it any way you want. It could be just hey, hand it out. And let people know, and they take it home and read it. It's just part of the, you know, have small group, and they have those. Or you can say, hey, let's take a minute, and let's use this week we're going to be praying for uh, our church and our mission giving. And there's a few prayer request ideas. Uh, that Next week, maybe we're going to pray for uh, Oklahoma and how we're reaching, you know, and that kind of thing. And continue on. Just uh, use it as a prayer item. Uh, there's also a discussion guide that uh, pastors can use to assign to their small group leaders. So if they want to use, you know, a 20-minute discussion time, uh, maybe show the video that we have in, in the church and then use that. Uh, whether you use it like uh, like we've de- kind of had this designated in Oklahoma, CP Sunday is October 2nd. 
but you know, CP month nationally is October. But really, like you were saying, CP is year round, so it right. could be any time you you want to do it. What uh, when you think about this? What do you looking at this? Not assuming much, okay? But like, <laughs> how, how do you how do you see uh, churches benefiting from a, a project like that? Yeah, I think it's going to be very valuable. As I think about in our small groups providing for them some opportunities to have those discussions on a smaller scale, uh, you know, promoting it during the service, that's going to happen consistently. Uh, but again, being able to share those stories, I know in our, in our small groups, we'll use the prayer guides for the state. And that opens up an opportunity to talk about, you know, uh, recently, uh, Chad Coleman and Shannon Cross, right? Yeah, we're, right. We're featured in there, BCM work, and that's, that's working in our backyards. And so having, again, those, those faces and those stories to talk about, this is, these are the people that your money is going to support. This is the work that they're doing, and the impact that they're having. So having those stories will be very beneficial for that as well. Yeah, and I probably should have brought one of those. They, we do have the CP prayer guide, and it comes out every year, and we're actually working on the 2023 one right now. And that will be coming out at the end of the year. But uh, getting people talking to each other about the CP in, their, in, in the church, besides just from the pulpit, uh, one of the kind of the problems of CP is sometimes people put – they kind of set it and forget it. It's in their budget. It's a budget line. And the missions committee knows about it or the finance committee knows about it. But the average church member is as likely to know about it as they are what insurance carrier <laughs> your church uses. <laughs> right, you know, right. Some committee knows about it. But so we gotta we gotta bring that out. And that was the idea. It's like, hey, look, this is what when you give, this is what it's doing, and you know, it's some great things that you're excited about. And this is an avenue to celebrate that. Yes. Because our CP giving should be something that as a local church you celebrate. Yes. Absolutely, and, and then you're and then you're getting excited about giving to your church. Exactly. You know? The other things we have, we've been doing this is kind of in. Uh, uh, we've de- started developing this every quarter now. Uh, we had a couple of times we did it, uh, half, you know, semi-annual. But this is the CP impact report, and what it is, we send this out every quarter to everybody, and this is just like you know some. Um, bullet points that you can mention from the platform or you can use in a tweet or you can any kind of basically bragging points for, hey, this is the way the CP is making impact in Oklahoma. There's some points here from Oklahoma. We have the International Mission Board, things that like looking on there, 52 uh, new fully funded missionaries in the second quarter of uh, 2022. That's pretty exciting. It and then, is. Like, it then really we'll is. know there'll be another report coming out in the the third quarter, and it'll in in October, and it'll it'll tell you, hey, this is what happened. Fifty two more, or however many more. Right. right. And then uh, the North American Mission Board. So the CP Impact Report. And by the way, these are all digitally, so you can download them. You don't have to, you know, order them. If you it's print print them off, use them however you want. Uh, you can request those as well. We also have a thing called the CP Ambassador Guide, and what that is, just a, a quick resource. You know, as a pastor, you have a lot on your plate, uh, a lot of <laughs> demands and everything. Sure. It's a lot of balls in the air. So what this, the, the idea, this was designed to be so you could say, "Hey, I know somebody who could be take care of promoting. We're going to have CP Month, or we're going to have CP Sunday, or we're going to continually promote CP. I need somebody." to designate to do that. Well, this is the guide you give them. You say, hey, you're our CP person. Could you be our CP ambassador? Here's a guide, has everything you need to know, where to find everything. 
So like for the videos or posters or these guides or the education kit, you know, they can find all that. It just kind of gives them a handy starting point for using that. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of a, an area that's new. We're trying to, uh, you know, let pastors know that exists. Uh, trying to take a load off of your desk, you know, with all the, the many things that come across. Right. And that, and that is appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you find when uh, teaching stewardship in your church, what what are some ways that you see pastors are, are teaching stewardship or what are some of the like um, – missing parts of stewardship. Yeah, we've we've done a variety of, of those that are out there and brought them in. We track things. Right. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. And it's been really interesting to see that when we offer those and we have a good group go through it, we see our offering go up. Right. And so we implement, you know, as you are uh, attaining this level of, of financial stability, mm-hmm. you know, following good biblical stewardship models, uh-huh. uh, that then that translates to now I have uh, less stress when it comes to this area of knowing that I should be giving to the church, but then asking, well, where's that money going to come from? Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a tie for that in our church. You know, it seems like previous generations, there was more of an education on, you know, tithing and uh, other kinds of stewardship. And uh, that needs to be built in. It doesn't mm-hmm. automatically happen where maybe you grew up in a church where you were taught that, and then now you're pastoring, you have to build it in. Right. 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 So, uh, and there are a number of resources out there. Sometimes they cost money. Uh, we put together some resources that came from the executive committee that were really, really just handy, useful resources. We bundled them together and uh, are calling it the um, uh, Pastor's Stewardship Kit. And it includes, like, ways to promote stewardship. It has a way to cast a vision for stewardship in your church. And then there's also a, a really cool deal in there. It's called uh, New Day. And it's like your own homegrown financial freedom curriculum that's free. You just download that thing. You can print off each week. You can print off the lesson. Uh, or you can download as a PDF and give it to the class uh, and, you know, this generation is used to online education and right. used to doing things on their computer or their tablets or whatever. So they actually probably prefer it that way anyway. So you have it there. And then each lesson, I forget how many lessons there are. It's like, uh, look here a second. But uh, each lesson has a video that goes with it. I don't see how many weeks it is. Uh, uh, there are six weeks. Six six weeks of lessons and each lesson has a has a, a, a video and it's stuff like making a budget you know getting out of debt tithing you know other kinds of stewardship things so that that might be of a of, of a benefit to our our pastors absolutely well, i'm looking forward to the cp month yes yeah it's going to be like i'm putting up my cp month tree <laughs> no it's good what, what color are the lights on there? yeah that's right Green. Uh, yeah. Green. I <laughs> okay. Green. I don't know. <laughs> that would be a good color. Well, thank you for joining us. Appreciate you out there uh, sharing the, the gospel, advancing the gospel in Midwest City, and for taking some time out here and talk about the Cooper program with us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed this conversation, we have more like it on our website at baptistmessenger.com. 
or if you prefer, just search for us wherever you download podcasts. Look for Baptist Messenger and you'll find us. And while you're at our website, baptistmessenger.com, be sure to download the print edition of our newspaper. It's free and we mail it to your house and there's always something in there you can't find online. Thanks for joining us. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at baptistmessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.